Nedarim Daflanet Chet Amud Aleph, The Secrets Within the Torah, Moshe Nahag Batavat Ayn, Unetanali Yisrael. So this, this Lamed Chet Amud Aleph, this is just a beautiful omud of, of understanding some of the deeper dimensions of the study of Torah and, and what it means. And Moshe is, as we started to see yesterday already when we learned of Ani Bechinam, Afatem Bechinam, just as I learned Torah, as the Rosh explained, free of charge. Hashem didn't take anything from me for it. So you should teach Torah in that way. And we talked about that the, the importance of that, that Torah is not transacted, that Torah doesn't become a commodity, that Torah is not an exchange between a Rebbe and a Talmud. Torah is one way. That's why the Torah is, uh, is uh, Nimshal Kamayim, the metaphor for Torah is water, and Chazal said that's because water flows down. The idea of water flowing down is it doesn't flow back up again. It's not a two-way flow. You have a, a river, there's, there's, there's a kind of a two-way flow. But water that's flowing down, think of a waterfall. The water, Torah is a waterfall. You look at this magnificent waterfall. How does the water get back up again? It doesn't. It doesn't have to get up back again. This is about a waterfall. And that's the way we were Mechabal Torah from Moshe. Moshe was Mechabal Torah from Hashem. And Moshe didn't say to Hashem, you know, while we're talking about this, I've got a vort on this too. Would you like to hear? That's, that's not what Limit Torah is. That's another, that's another thing. And it's amazing how you just sit down with somebody and the first thing they want to do is tell you a vort that they've been with. That's fine, so you tell the vort. That's, that's, that, that's not Limit Torah. Limit Torah is a waterfall. Is to be able to get from somebody who got from his rabbeim, from his rabbeim, from his rabbeim. Just, it's a, a process of Kabbalah. Everybody talks about Kabbalah, but what does Kabbalah mean? Kabbalah means receiving, not giving. Giving is another, is another process. That's the teaching of Torah. But the, the learning of Torah, Limud Torah from a Messiah, or Limud Torah with an act of Kabbalah, that's, that's very different. And Moshe is the, the model of how it's done. The... Um, Al-Gamora, there are a few pieces that are really important. Uh, the one is an amazing statement of Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Chanina, Lo nitna Torah ela le lezaro. Torah was only given to Moshe. Torah was not for everybody. A very elitist system, it was given to the Kohanim. That's what Torah was given to. Also, the Gemara goes on, brings all sorts of rise. That can't be. We see that Rabbi Hashem says, teach the, the, the Torah to the, to the Jewish people. And, and Rabbi... Um, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Chanina says that Moshe Nahagba Tovat Israel. Moshe, out of his own generosity, gave it to Yisrael. And the Gemara says that can't be. At the end, the Gemara says, Mativ Rav Chista, etc. Ela Pilpula Ba'alma. What Moshe got that wasn't meant for the Jewish people initially was Pilpula Ba'alma. What does that mean, says Tosfus? Shitat Harifut Vahavana. The method of being able to extrapolate principles from learning Torah. That methodology was given to Moshe. The facts, what was written in the Torah was for everybody. The halachas, all the mitzvahs of the Torah, that's for everybody. But how to learn was given to Moshe and his, and his, and his Zerah. And Moshe decided to share it with us. Moshe decided to give it to us too. And why did Hashem do it in that way? Hashem knew ultimately Moshe was going to teach it to everybody. Why didn't he just tell Moshe to teach it to everybody? Because that element of Torah, a Rebbe has to pass that on from within himself, not something, it's not transmitting something secondhand. It's not cutting and pasting. My Rebbe told me this, I'll tell you that. I learned something in such and such a Sefer, I'll teach you what I learned in the Sefer. That's just passing on information, passing on knowledge, uh, w- which has a value, of course. But that's not teaching from within. 
Moshe had to get it himself. Hashem says, this is your Torah. It's yours. Do it with it, if, with it what you want. And Moshe says, I want to share it. I want everybody to have this. But first it becomes his own. Um, my father used to talk about the fact that Reb Elia used to say to his Talmidim, Reb Elia Lopin used to say, I don't mind if you repeat my stuff. You don't even have to repeat it in my name. You can steal it. It's fine. There are only two conditions. The one condition is that before you repeat it, it's gone through every vein and artery of your body so that it's yours, no, no longer mine. And the second condition is that you don't make such a mess of it that I can't use it again. So those are the, the two conditions. But the first one is make it yours. And that's the idea here. Rebbe says to Moshe, I'm giving you this Torah. I'm not giving it to you to teach to others. You're not a, a transmitter. you the Mechabel. And that's how you learn Torah. You are the Mechabel. Receive it. Take it into yourself. Once it's yours, you can share it with others. And what you're sharing is something that comes from within you, not something that you read on the internet last night or you, or you saw in an art scroll. It's yours. It comes from within you. Then you're ready to share it. That's the model of, of Limud Torah. <laughs> then Rabbi Yochan goes on and says that Hashem is only Mashesh Kinaton, Gibor Hashir Chacham Va'anav, Kulan Mimoshe. We won't learn that at, at the moment. Rav Shmuel, Rav Shmuel both said, Chamishim Sharei Binan Ivru Ba'olam, Vukulan Nitnul Moshe Chaser Achat. There are 50 gateways to understanding in the world. And Moshe got them all except one, which is the one, says Rashi, says the Ran, the true understanding of Hashem. There's just one part. You, a little bit, your knowledge is a little bit less in the area of understanding God. It's not, I've made you a little less than God. The Ran has a different shot in that posuk. And I've been, your knowledge is lacking in one area, and that's the true knowledge of Hashem. That you don't have full full knowledge, and then there's the disturbing um, Gemara of, of Rabbi Yochanan, which I mentioned yesterday. The beginning, Moshe was learning and learning, and he was forgetting and forgetting. He just couldn't keep it in his mind. And eventually, it was given to him as as a gift. Uh, my wife is struggling to learn Hebrew in Ulpan at the moment. She's struggling to remember the stuff. There's just so much is coming at her and so much is coming at her. And Ilan gave her good advice and says, you know, all of a sudden, one day it'll just all, it, it, it kind of comes together. It's very hard in the beginning and then it comes together. Lavdil, uh, that's what Moshe experienced on Sinai. Learn, forget, learn, forget, learn, forget. And then Hashem says, okay, I'll give it to you. And Hashem gave it to him after he'd finished speaking to him. It should be the other way around. And Hashem gave it to him and then he spoke to him. No, Hashem, after he finished teaching him, he taught him and taught him over and over and over again. Moshe wasn't getting it. Then Hashem gave it to him as a gift. So we get the gift of Torah after we've put the effort in, but the effort is not what gives it to us. The effort is a precondition. You've got to toil in the Torah and try and understand it. And then it comes as a gift. And it... it comes from inside you. It's no longer outside of you. You're trying to remember something outside of you, something in the Sefer, something in the book, something in the Shir. You're trying to remember that. That's all outside of you. All of a sudden, it comes from inside of you. You're able to remember it inside of you. And that understanding, so the question really is, 
What does it mean that that Moshe was forgetting and then he, and then he learned it? And what does it mean that Moshe got the Torah and, and of his own free will gave it to Bnei Israel? That wasn't the original intention. So as we see, this is not talking about the the facts of the Torah. Moshe could remember the facts of the Torah and Moshe could remember the, the mitzvahs of the Torah. That wasn't the problem. Uh, Moshe went through Shas, he went through Dafyomi in less than a yom, and he knew the whole of Shas, and he rem- that wasn't the problem. The issue was there's a part of Torah which is intangible, which can't be grasped. And that's that part that Hashem gave to Moshe, and Moshe had to internalize it and then teach it. And he was struggling with that internalization. What is that part? There's a Zohar in Parsha Shlachtacha where it talks about Alein Inun Mili Agoda Derosha Detalian Misitra Demehemnuta. There's a part of the Torah which is Agoda, and it, it doesn't mean just Agadata. It means the philosophic part, the Kabbalistic part, the, the part of Torah which creates meaning and relevance and understanding. And for that, there has to be a deep level of emuno. That comes from character. It's not just from the words and the, and the letters. And, um, and, and that's based, based on, on the Mishnah of There's an element of knowledge of Torah which comes not from intellect and from reviewing and from reading and from understanding. It comes from an inner place of Yiraschet. There needs to be Yiraschet. Today we're living in a time where Torah is democratized. Not only can anybody access whatever you want on, on YouTube and on, on Google and wherever you, you can get all the, you can get every, Torah, every shir. Um, my son sent me shirim of Moshe Feinstein given in the 19, given, given in the 1930s on, on tape. You can actually listen to them. There's nothing that you can't access. It doesn't help because there's, a, there's that level of Torah which requires Yirat Chet. I was listening to somebody who's a very articulate exponent of conservative philosophic values and, and some Jewish values as well. But he sets himself up as a time Kohen. And, and he doesn't keep Torah mitzvahs. So where's the Yerat Chet? There isn't Yerat Chet. So can he be a time Kohen? No. Can he understand the Torah? No. He can know what a child knows in the, in the Torah. He can know what the words mean. But it can't, it can't it have meaning because the Torah, unlike any other body of knowledge, requires yirat chet, it requires a, a, a character in order to be able to grasp it, in order to be able to, to get it. And that, says the Zohar, is, the, is dependent on that sense of emuna. And people who have this emuna, have this deep yirashamayim, grasp this element of Torah, and they see the oneness of the roots of the Torah. That no matter where in the Torah you're learning, when you're learning at this level, you get down to first principles and you realize there's one first principle. Uh, this is the, the unifying theory of Torah. You're able to understand when you're learning this way, but that needs Yerushalayim. That needs character. That needs your a connection to the Rebbein You can't just do that academically. And he finds no difference, no separation. You had a person asking a contradiction from here, and the Torah was written by different authors and uh, all sorts of different things. The Gemara says this, but I say this. This splitting it up and moving further and further away from a unifying principle, which is the root of Torah, uh, that's something that, that, that is essential to the learning and understanding of Torah. And the, um, the Reish is Chochmen is Hakdomet, 
quotes a piece of, of Rabbi Yosef Yavitz, the Chosid Yavitz, um, a very important piece. Chosid Yavitz was in, in Portugal, he was in, in Lisbon up until the time of the Geirus Farad, until the expulsion. Uh, he was a Talmud of the Abarbanel. But as much as he was a Talmud of the Abarbanel, he was a great philosopher, he was very opposed to, to a lot of philosophy and reasoning and certainly to secular philosophy. And he felt that's part of what caused the expulsion. Uh, and he noticed that the great philosophers became Christians. Uh, the, the simple people who had straight emuna and they, they couldn't reason it out. They just did what they knew they were supposed to do, were most nefesh to remain, to remain Jews. And he, he wrote quite a lot on that. And he writes a parish on Pirkei Ovis. Did you say the great Jewish philosophers in Spain, the from Yiddish philosophers became... Some, yeah, some even, the, it says the Ivets, some people who were from but became, that doesn't mean they became Christian, no, they became Miranos. Um, in order to in order to save themselves, but the poshita people, the simple people, stayed on track. And he wrote a sefer on Pirkei Avot, and on this Perik, uh, on this Mishnah in in Perik uh, Gimel Mishnah Tet Koshirat Chetor Kodemet Lechokmato, he says itachin lefarish ki achokma and is kered bezu a Mishnah eno chokmat asiyat mitzvot. Listen to this carefully. Says the Yavetz, the chokma it's talking about in this Mishnah is not the Shulchan Aruch and Mishnah Brura. And knowing the dinim, as important as that is. This is understanding the deeper meaning of mitzvot. This is bordering on Kabbalah and understanding the deeper intention of the highest intellect of Torah. And that's pshat in, in Avara Ba'avtanu that we say every day. Where we say, He asks a question on the tefillah. You'll notice it this morning when you daven. We've already said, Give us the ability to understand all of Torah. Then we say, Light up our eyes with your Torah. You've already asked for that. What more do you want? We're talking about getting the Torah, understanding it deeply, understanding the principles of Torah, where they become unified as one principle, how to apply them in the way you look at the world, understand the world, see the world, what Hashem's deeper intention is in the Torah, how the, the great um, Tanoim and Amoiroim and Rishonim and Acharonim really grasp that depth of the Torah. That's what it means. David wasn't saying, when David says, reveal my eyes and let me see the wonders of Torah, he wasn't talking about the dinim of a muad and a tam in, 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 uh, in Bovakama, and he wasn't doing it, talking about Isuvaheta in Chulin and in Yorodeh. That's not what he meant. The wonders of my Torah. Wow. Milk and meat you can't eat together. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that incredibly well? That's not what he was talking about. Every little girl knew those things. That's what not David says when David says, reveal to me the depths of your Torah, the wonders of your Torah. He's not talking about what you learn in Cheder. 
But this is about that wisdom that there's no end to Everything we aim for is to be successful in that. Because through understanding that aspect of Torah, that's what we try and do in a matmanim, isn't that right? We try and understand through Chazal and the Rishonim particularly and, and some of the Achronim to try and get deeper and understand what's underneath it. What's the intention? What, what's it, what gets at our heart in this piece of Gemara? What does the Rebbeinu want us to transform to in this piece of Gemara? That's what we're learning. And this chokhma comes from Hashem. This is a gift. The tov lefanav yitali gives it to whom he wants to. And for this knowledge, you need to be a tzaddik. It doesn't help just knowing the Torah and, and, and having gone through Shas ten times. That's not going to do it. Depends what kind of a person you are in order to get that. Because otherwise, nidmim yodim ve'enam yodim. They look like people who understand Torah, but they don't get it. And you've got to be able to differentiate. You've got to be able to see and understand that not everybody who seems to understand Torah really gets it, really understands it. And, and that we each try in our own way to become one of those that really get the Torah and to learn with people who really get the Torah so that we can access that part of the Torah, not just that superficial level, which is the... Chassid Yavid says, every cheder child knows that's not what it really means. And I want to end off, I know we're running a few minutes late with a, a piece of, of Rav Kook. And again, on Daf Membez, we'll have an opportunity to learn that. I mentioned to you that Rav Kook's, the only thing we've got written by him is the Shmoenik Vatsim, which is his journal. All the others for him written by Rav Kook were written by his Talmudian and by his son. The only thing that we've got is his journal that he wrote privately for himself. And, and there's some amazing things. It's difficult. It's very poetic when I have to read it with an, in, with an interesting angle. Uh, but this little piece, it's worth, it's worth understanding correctly because this is the part of the Torah which Hashem gave Moshe and Moshe chose to share with us. This is the part of the Torah that Moshe was struggling with and Hashem then gave it to him as a gift. This is the part that is gifted to us. We can't understand it just by our power of analysis. And, the, and the Rav Kook says, Ha'azayah, disillusionment. Disillusionment comes from an attempt to understand high things before you're ready for them. Before you've prepared the basics. You haven't learned the tangible stuff yet. So although the, the Chassid Yaivet was saying, this doesn't mean the dinim of Shulchan Aruch, that's not what David HaMelech was thinking about, but you need to know the dinim of Shulchan Aruch first. You need to know Shas first. You need to know the, the basics. You need to know. But if you don't know them and you start philosophizing, as many people do, then you get to disillusionment sooner or later. You either disillusion with yourself or with the Chachomim or with the Gemara or with the Shulchan Aruch or with the Rebbeinu Shalom, you get disillusioned. These always have to precede the higher things. And this person has not yet reached the, the, the ethical, the, the spiritual, the human level of heights that he needs to get to. But often I must speak sufficiently for such a holy soul as we've all got. To be the kind of clay kibble, to be the instrument capable of grasping this unbelievable Torah that Moshe gave us from Hashem. Your, your tool for grasping it is not the safer. Your tool for grasping it is not the internet. Your tool for grasping it is you. 
It's going to come to you, inside you. So you have to be the right kind of person to get it. We see after a person is inspired, they want to jump up and learn and talk about all these amazing things. After which comes disillusionment. We're seeing it even with the Baal Tshuva movement that, that so many of the people who were so inspired to become Baal Tshuva in the 70s and the 80s and the 90s, people who were really inspired to become Baal Tshuva, some of them have gone off. Or their children, they haven't been able to inspire their children with it because there's been such excitement. I want to understand philosophy and I want to understand Kabbalah and I want to understand instead of going the journey that one has to go to develop oneself to the point where one can grasp it. Uh, and that's because of Talmidim who have not done the practical work needed to prepare themselves to receive all this Torah. People who've gone up to the exalted heights of, of research and seeking without self-preparation before that. And that's why Moshe was learning Torah and forgetting it. Hashem wanted Moshe to understand this is a gift from me. You're not going to have to work this out yourself. No matter how many times you try, you will never work this part of Torah out. This comes after you've struggled and toiled. You'll have it. I'll give it to you. It'll just come to you inside. You'll, ah, you'll get it. It'll, like those 3D pictures that you work and you're struggling and you're struggling. All of a sudden, they, they jump into focus. If you don't struggle with them, they don't jump into focus. If you just look at them superficially, they don't jump into focus. You struggle and struggle and struggle, and then it comes into focus in a way where you're not really struggling. That's how it works with the Torah. The Torah that was given to Moshe and his, and his children was this area of Torah. And Moshe Nahagba Tavat Ayanat at Tanali Israel. Once Moshe had absorbed it, it was something so important and exciting to him that he chose to share it from within himself, not just to pass it from where he got it to us, not to just be a, a, a second-hand purveyor of ideas, but to be a Mayan Mitgaber, a, a, a resource, a source, a spring, a well of wisdom from within himself that he was able to share with Tanali Israel. Thank you.